Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Got a little song for you, Ben. A song? <laughs> a little song. It's a nice way to start the podcast. Yeah. Instant karma, 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 comedian. Oh dear. I just thought I'd set it up for you with I a little you song. <laughs> you wish you had yeah. <laughs> I've lost the ability to speak. I think I can only do things through song now. Oh dear. <laughs> I want to talk about instant karma. Instant ben. karma. Okay. Instant karma. You know that thing when you see someone do something horrible and then instantly. Wow. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, another funny noise. <laughs> I am. I'm just making noises today. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think what it is is I haven't spoken to anyone for a few hours. Okay, and uh, we've we've met up to record, and I don't think my voice is really working yet. No, you've turned into that bloke from Police Academy <laughs> or the guy from. Do you remember the guy from Catch the Pigeon? Uh, no, I... he was trying to go. Oh, <laughs> Stanley Unwin was it? <laughs> no, not Stanley Unwin. Oh no, well, maybe it was. Yeah, something didn't he used to make a lot of weird noises. Well, Stan Unwin didn't he used to do sort of the uh, oh the wormy olds, the wormy olds and the the testicles. I don't know <laughs> all that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I'll try and get through the rest of this podcast without making any noises. Okay, instant karma. Then, <laughs> do you believe in karma? Um, I don't know. I, I used know. to think so. I used to think the universe would eventually balance itself out, but now I just think life is a slippery downward slide of shit. Well, that's cheered me up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like making another noise. <laughs> no, I do. I, I think sometimes, if you're a real arsehole, I do think it'll catch up with you in the end. I mean, just look at Tony Blair. That's true. I mean, it wasn't instant. <laughs> I don't know how many years we waited for the Chilcot inquiry. Mm. I once had a moment of instant karma. I saw someone at Victoria Station fall over. Oh. And you know what it's like when you see someone fall over? You can't help but laugh, can you? You're supposed to not, you know... I know. I couldn't help it, though, because she did go over. And you know when someone sort of just smacks on the floor? You can't help but laugh. So I was sort of obviously trying not to be too obvious that I was laughing, but happily smiling to myself as I continued my journey to the platform. Next thing, some cunt with a wheelie trolley walked in front of me and I fell over the trolley <laughs> that was instant karma and then did you properly go over not full on my face not like the woman who I'd laughed at oh. and I sort of had to do that weird thing to kind of stop myself going all over where I looked like I was doing a weird little jog to try and regain my balance the thing is I reckon somebody would have seen that and laughed at me yeah instant karma I also saw once a man, and this was horrible, right? <laughs> this was a man who got very annoyed on the train for some reason. And when we all got off at the station, he ran... I don't know, there was obviously something going on between him and this other bloke. And he ran up the stairs and just punched this bloke in the back. Oh. And I thought, well, you can't. What's all that about? <laughs> well, you I mean, don't I, know. He might have had a good reason. Well, the thing is, this guy, the guy he punched was an older gent, probably in his 70s. Really? And that, I just thought, I don't care what sort of argument you've had, really. I mean, unless he's groped you in the bollocks on the train, <laughs> then uh, maybe. So, Hang on a though. who punches someone in the back? Well, because he ran up the stairs. They, he was running up the stairs to catch him, and just as he went past him, he just launched his fist into his back. Are you sure he wasn't? He hadn't misjudged his run. He was just sort of pumping his fist as he was running, and he hit him. You, you oh should... no, it was more deliberate than that. It's a very odd place to hit somebody in the back. I know, but then the wonderful thing is, as the guy who hit the old man was continuing his run, the final stare. He tripped. 
And everyone, because it was it was sort of rush hours, so it was busy. Nobody went to help the man <laughs> that had fallen over. Everyone was going to the man he'd punched, going, "You all right?" And there was this dickhead lying on the floor. And not only that, he was one of these people with his pants a bit down his arse. Do you know what oh, I mean? Right, okay. One of those. And I think as he fell, they'd fallen right down. So they were right. I mean, not his underwear, yeah, but his trousers were at an embarrassingly low position. Did you say it was on an escalator? No, no, just normal, oh, normal stairs. That's a shame. The only way they could have been better is if his shoelaces got caught in the, the, the stairs of the escalator as well. That would have been, yeah, and he'd been shredded to be <laughs> the escalator. So I, I do believe that instant karma is there. I hope, so. well, maybe. What about if, you, if someone really pisses you off and you take revenge? Does that count as karma? Uh, I suppose so. I mean, for example, uh, you've got a sister, haven't you? I do. If your sister had really fucked you off, let's say she'd stolen some money off of you, mm-hmm. what would be the best way of getting back at your sister? What would you do? I think I'd tell my mum. You just oh, yeah, just revert to a childhood yeah. stereotype. Mum! <laughs> well, there was, there was a great thing I read once, and it was uh, someone whose sister had stolen just, uh, I think, $20 from mm-hmm. him. Uh, rather than just say, give me the money back, or mum yeah what he did was he got into his sister's computer and changed all the folders and all the files so all the sister then got when she went to a computer was a list of folders numbered one to 16 and then each one had a little line that just created this long sentence it went dear sister as revenge for stealing my 20 dollars i've hidden your project in one of these folders and guess what all these folders have three subfolders that should teach you to steal from me so have fun trying to find your project if there's a lesson to be learned here it's don't steal from your big brother with warm regards and hateful loathing and vengeance your loving brother go die <laughs> oh bit of a severe ending yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> 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 it was a bit light-hearted up until the end there yeah it gets a little bit dark mm. But I love that. That's a great way of getting back at Very somebody. Uh, I don't know if that's instant karma, though. Wouldn't work on a Mac, either, because you could just go into the Finder folder and type in the name of the thing, and it would take you straight to it. Oh, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, no, I hadn't thought of that. I think this was done on a Mac. Oh. This kid's rubbish. <laughs> he hasn't thought that through. No. <laughs> All right, what about this? How's this for a story, right? And this was uh, something that someone had written online about instant karma. I started receiving irritating texts today from a number I didn't recognise. I informed the sender that he had the wrong number, but he replied that he didn't care. He was just having some fun and told me to shush and enjoy the ride. So then this person uh, basically said to him... Uh, I don't know what you want, but if you keep sending me these texts, I have a special set of skills that will make me a nightmare. Oh. Anyway, this person didn't stop. So uh, in response, there's a thing called wake-up call. Okay. And basically what it does is uh, you receive a phone call every morning at 5 a.m. How do you do that? I suppose you just give them the phone number. Okay. If this person is texting you, you've got their number. Just pass it on. Oh, no. 5 a.m. every morning for a month (laughs) with a bugle call if you actually pick the phone up. (laughs) (laughs) And it went on for a month, and basically the guy decided he needs a bit more. More revenge. That wasn't good enough. Yeah, it doesn't. a month isn't enough. So he kept it going till Christmas. Wow. Now, I don't know how many months that was. It doesn't say, but I wonder whether that's a good two or three months. And do we know if the text message just stopped after that? I think they did. Good. I think they did. I think that's a brilliant thing. I'd love to do that to someone. I get uh, a lot of cold calls, and I've got a phone that, you know, has number display. And I'm beginning to think that's a great idea. I get this one number that phones every day, two or three times a day, and I never answer it. 
And I might just take that number and start doing that, set up some sort of wake-up call. It'll probably go through to a company that won't be the same arsehole who's ringing you, with it? I wonder if there's another service where you can, like, uh, have an arsehole ring a number. That'd be a good idea. Because there used to be um, those phone prank things you could do, and it would cost you, it was like one of those old-fashioned 0898 numbers, and Mm. it would cost you a lot of money to set it up. But you could give your friend's number, and then someone would phone them up and pretend to be outraged about something or annoyed. It was like a wind-up. Yeah. I'd love to do that to a company. That just gets, rather than me phoning them up and being angry, get someone who can just act being more angry than I can and threaten to go down and beat them up and put bricks through their windows that sort of thing <laughs> a bit harsh I mean you might be facing charges if you do that I suppose mm. uh, so uh, when it comes to uh, to revenge have you ever exacted a brilliant piece of revenge are you quite calculated or are you instinctive the only thing I can think of that I did wasn't really that extreme at all basically one of my mates um, when I wasn't looking took my phone and let me think for a long time that I'd lost my phone Oh, that's horrible. That was horrible. So what I did was when he was out of the car, um, he, he was giving me a lift somewhere, I, I changed all the presets on his radio to Classic FM. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, I hate it. I don't like it when people start touching my phone. No? No, I'm very... I mean, I, I make sure that there's a code on it so no one can get into it. But once my dad was at some work meeting and somebody got hold of his phone and I don't think my dad was really uh, used to mobiles at that point, so didn't have a code on it. And uh, someone sent a text message to all the contacts on the phone, which included some very high-ranking people in the company, uh, saying, Oh, I'm gay! (laughs) um, uh, My dad wasn't happy. He wasn't a happy man. And I don't know whether my dad exacted revenge. I doubt my dad would. But I would. if somebody did that to me, I would certainly find a way of coming up with some sort of plan. (laughs) Thing is, uh, you might be too extreme. (laughs) <laughs> too extreme yeah i mean I'm, you're talking about bricks through the window and beating people up <laughs> i'm quite calculated though that's why i think i don't tend to act on instinct if i want to get revenge on someone i'll go away and i'll think about it and i'll be really quite calculated and i think what can i really do to really get at them you know uh, particularly if it's in the workplace you know when you work and maybe your maybe your boss has fucked you off mm. and uh, I, I will go away and I'll think about that and I'll think of all the scenarios and I'll think what will really annoy him and it's not really even to get my way it's just a couple of things that I can do just to really piss them off I remember once working at a radio station and I had to have this meeting about um, using certain accents on air Okay. They they wanted our meeting to have. Well, the boss kept saying, you know, people in Scotland are, are disenfranchised, which is a word I fucking hate. <laughs> disenfranchised by the, uh, you know, by all the London voices and the the voices that have received pronunciation. I know? see. Right. So we I had to go and find all these voices, and I, I kept saying to him, I kept saying, but but you know, without going into all the boring details, I said that's not what the clients ask me to do. Hmm. Anyway, he went. Well, you're going to do it. Why can't you talk the clients into it? And I said, this is not my job. You know? <laughs> my job is to, to get a brief and execute the work and fulfil the brief. Yeah. Right? So unless they ask for a Scottish voice, I won't book one. <laughs> That's basically how it works. Anyway, he got quite arsy with me. And he went, well, it will happen. And I went, well, fair enough. But then what I did was I started getting people who weren't from the regions 
doing those regional accents but quite badly <laughs> excellent i just want to say now not not for any clients that were paying okay it was all for like internal work <laughs> so if he said to me oh we need a trail for a program that's going to be on later in the week i'd go oh yeah yeah no. what accent do you want he said oh, i'll get a welsh accent <laughs> now quite difficult on a very low budget to find a good welsh accent so i used to phone mates and go can you sort of do one they go oh yes by all i can <laughs> and i get them to do it really badly so you probably really patronized and outraged all the listeners in Wales yeah. and Scotland. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, and I also managed that I also managed just as a real, real icing on the cake for me. And it was only me and the guy I was working with that knew this, but we did manage to get the word fuck into a couple of adverts <laughs> uh, by pretending to be seagulls. <laughs> we, we just, uh, for no reason, we put seagulls in a couple of adverts. What do you mean for no reason? Did they, surely the management must have said, why are there seagulls in this advert? No, no I, th- I think it was an advert for a, like a retreat. Right. So it was like, oh, let's have lots of peaceful sounds like the sea and, and birds. Come and to the Scottish go. coast. Yeah, something like, you know, something like that. So um, me and my mate, we went into the uh, the recording studio and we just went to the mug and went, fuck, fuck, fuck. And we mixed it in with proper seagulls and nobody knew. <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> must have been knew. pleasant to listen to. <laughs> But I felt good. I felt so good. Um, I tell you what, though, just the, uh, I think the best bit of interesting karma I have ever heard was, because uh, normally the people that deserve instant karma aren't very nice people, are they? No. Let's be honest. You kind of want to see them belittled. <laughs> and um, there was once uh, a really, po- not, I didn't see this, by the way, but uh, somebody once told me this story. There was a really posh woman at a hotel in an airport. You know, one of those, like, cheapish hotels at the airport and uh he was at the uh the reception and this really posh arrogant woman came down started moaning about the kettle in her room and she went um oh i've only got a normal kettle what's a normal kettle what's an abnormal kettle (laughs) yeah and uh anyway my mate told her to shut up and get in line because he wasn't happy that she jumped in right so um she then started getting worse and worse and started going i've been traveling all day and the room's not up to standard (laughs) to which my friend replied this is an airport we've all been traveling all day (laughs) we're all tired the wonderful thing is the woman got really really angry then the woman behind the counter like the the young girl working there started to get very upset and started to cry so my friend started to um console the girl behind the counter meanwhile the posh horrible woman was getting more and more irate so irate that she caused herself to have a coughing fit (laughs) and then she shit herself no she shat herself right there in the reception well she got that worked up that she shit herself (laughs) yes that is instant car and it's finest isn't it yeah <laughs> and that's it for shite size chunks this week <laughs> don't forget you get in touch with us anytime on twitter at trev and ben and join us for a live show every sunday morning 9 to 11 on coinradio.com trev and ben shite size chunks <laughs>